Hello, this is Gary Hutchins, minister with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ here in Omaha, Nebraska, and we welcome you to Search the Scriptures. We appreciate you tuning in to Search the Scriptures. We hope that you are doing so every day at this time. And we hope that you are being motivated, at least greatly, because you are realizing that you're actually learning the Bible on this radio program. We strive to do exactly as the name Search the Scriptures suggests. We get into God's Word, we dig beneath the surface, look at it in depth and in detail, and yet we strive to explain it in a way that is easy to understand and that makes sense for your personal life. We want you to do more, though, than just listen to a radio program. We'd love to send you a free Bible study through the regular mail. We send it all over this area and across the country, literally. And when we say free, we mean exactly that. We'll even pay the postage both ways. Why don't you have a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper ready? We'll give you all of the information how you can receive that free Bible study at the end of the program today. We'd also love to have you come and worship with us and study and grow spiritually with us in person at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ. If you want to find a church that teaches the Bible, we want to encourage you to come and worship and study with us. Now, you're not going to find a band. You're not going to find a theatrical production. You're going to find a church that simply strives to be that church that we all read about in the Bible. Nothing more, nothing less. So have that pencil or pen and piece of paper ready. We'll give you the times of our services and the address of our church building at the end of the program today. We hope to see you soon. It is good to be back again with Dwayne Kennedy. Thank you, Gary. It's good to be back on the program with you and with Dennis Stackhouse and our listening audience. Dennis, good to be back with you too, too, brother. Yes, thank you, Gary and Dwayne. Appreciate the time that we can spend together in God's Word, and we certainly hope it'll be beneficial for all who listen on a regular basis to us. Well, you know, we need to simply proclaim the Word, God's message, and uh, it's, it's up to the individuals as to how they'll respond to that. And we all know that. We've had plenty of experience trying to teach people in the past. But it is gratifying to know that many of our listeners are listening on a regular basis. And we've had uh, a, a good number who have come and visited with us and have called and asked for uh, correspondence courses and also uh, copies of individual programs. And we're thankful for that. If you would like a copy of today's program or any of the programs on Search the Scriptures, all you have to do is contact us and ask for it. We'll send you a free copy on CD. Be sure to tell us what day you want. The date would be even better, but we will send that to you on CD. And when we say free, we mean exactly that. We'll even take care of the postage. All you have to do is ask. We'll give you all of the information how to do that at the end of the program today. We are in the middle of a lesson that uh, hopefully is making some people uncomfortable. <laughs> Not because we're sadistic now, you know, <laughs> but because this is so relevant and so pertinent to every single one of us. And we need to be stirred to discomfort often to make sure that we are doing what God wants us to do. Our salvation is at stake. Absolutely, absolutely. And we want to win. We're talking about that struggle. Yeah, and the devil is our 
is our adversary. That's we want, right. We want to beat him, you know. And we can do that with God's help. Now, we're, we're talking about that very struggle, the struggle within each of us. And, and the devil is there, and he's trying to get inside our lives, and he's trying to work on us from the inside out. Now, a lot of people let him in, and without even realizing it sometimes, until it's too late. He's already there. He's already working on their lives. And in a lot of cases, he's already got a stranglehold on them. Yes. And that's, that's really sad to see, Gary, because as we've pointed out in this particular lesson, that's how the devil is going to attack the church. It's not going to happen from outside forces. It's going to happen from within. And once the devil has a foothold in one of our lives, then the influence of that individual can spread rather quickly. Yes, it can. Now, think about all of the times that the devil gets into the life of, of one individual within a family, mm-hmm. and then that whole family is, is influenced, or the whole family suffers consequences of the sin within that one individual's life. Yes. And, and so it goes way beyond just that, that one individual. Now, a lot of people say, it's my life. Just leave me alone. I'll do what I want. I'm not hurting anybody else. Seldom is that true. No, it isn't. They're affecting everyone that their lives touch. And, and a lot of times, it's, it's a lot of people who they don't even stop and think about their lives touching. And yet, it does have an influence. Society in general. Yes, so we need to realize that this struggle is not just something that's all private and only affects us. But the most important thing is we need to realize that our soul is at stake. And we need to, to be aware and be on guard. Well, let's go back to Romans chapter 7. And Dwayne, you read the first few verses there, verses 14 through 16 or so, I believe. Let's go back and reread those and then move on from there. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. Read verse 17 also. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Now, We talked about how when Paul says, I am carnal, he's talking about of the flesh there. And of course, all of us live fleshly lives. And we went, Dennis, back to Romans chapter 3, and we read verses 9 through 12, and then also verse 23, where over and over again, literally, Paul says, we all sin. Yes, very clearly, there's none righteous. Uh, Paul uses the words there, and again in verse 23, as you indicated, He said that all have sinned. Now, only through Christ can we individually be counted righteous by God, right? That's right. That's correct. Now, God has made that way. He has sent his son to be our savior. And through him, then, we can be redeemed from the condemnation of our sin and be counted righteous before God. But that's the only avenue. Remember that Jesus said himself in John 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but by me. That's right. 
And in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Yes, again, Peter making reference to Jesus there. That's correct. So we, we live this life in the flesh in that we are human beings. Now, when it says sold under sin, we realize that what Paul said is true. We all sin. We all mess up. We all come short of the glory of God. But then in verse 15, and we looked at what, what Paul says here, for what I am doing, I do not understand. And we went into some detail in talking about the reality of this consternation, if we could call it that, didn't we? Where yes. people, mm-hmm. yeah, people just, why am I doing this? What mm-hmm. am I doing? What is wrong with me? And we commented on how it's as if another us is, is doing it. Yeah, almost as mm-hmm. if, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're looking at that's not me. No. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Looks like me, but <laughs> but it is. It's me. It's me. I'm doing. Why am I doing that? You know, we looked at a number of other translations that are offered in this particular place. The Revised Standard Version says, "I do not understand my own actions." Uh, Phillips renders it, "My own behavior baffles me." The New English Bible says, "I do not even acknowledge my own actions as mine." The New International Version says, I do not understand what I do. The American Standard Version says, for that which I do, I know not. So again, it's the idea that we know that we should not be involved in, in some of these sinful practices, and yet we, found, we find ourselves there anyway. Now, we understand the sense of helplessness that a drug addict or an alcoholic finds himself or herself in because we realize that that becomes a physically and, and, and even mentally debilitating disease that they're caught up in. And it has some physiological manifestations that have to be overcome and probably going to have to be overcome on a medical basis to some extent before they're going to be able to actually get out of that particular addiction. But now, what Paul is, is describing here is very similar. It, it's, it's like an addiction to sin, virtually. And certainly no less debilitating. No less debilitating. And, and just as that, that alcoholic or that drug addict who finds himself continually in this state of, I know this is destroying me. I know it's destroying my relationships. My life is awful because of this. I don't want to do this anymore. And then they take another drink or they take another pill. Now, that's the way it is with the sinfulness of a lot of people. They know that they should not be doing this, but then they go back into it. How sad insatiable, can't stop, whatever you want to call it, it, it does not end. Now, it can end, yes, but only if we'll turn our lives around to the spiritual focus. That's right. We cannot beat the devil by ourselves. No. We cannot be righteous. 
except through Christ. A lot of people may not want to make that choice. They may, they're, they're, one of their big hang-ups may be they don't want to admit that they have to turn to Jesus. And so they stay in sin because they're too proud to admit that they've got to go to this other source, that they're helpless on their own. But that's the only way. We've got to go through Christ. Mm-hmm. That's right. The Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians right. 4 and verse 13. Mm-hmm. Now, think about all the people out there today. And this is something that's not really talked about that much openly. But let me tell you, this is a huge problem in our society. Think about all the people who are so hooked into the pornography scene today. On the internet, on television, through literature, it is everywhere. And marriages are being destroyed because of it. Individual lives are being destroyed because of it. And you can't continue doing those things and hope to overcome the destruction. But see, that's just one, one evidence of the greater problem that we're talking about, and that is sin. Now, Dwayne, who's behind all of that? Satan. The devil himself, yes. Yes. And we need to come to that realization. If all we do is keep talking about, well, society did this, or what a terrible state our, our culture is in, or it's a medical problem, or it's a mental problem, we're never going to get past these things. No, never happen. The blame game does not help us. No. Mm-hmm. We've got to get to the point where we get fundamental and we say, you know, this is a sin problem, basically. It's my sin problem. It's my responsibility to resolve it through Christ. And I've got to go through Christ. Right. I've got to go through Christ. Yes. Okay. Let's go back and, and read a little further here. And uh, let's, let's go on and read beginning with verse 18. And uh, we'll read a few verses before we stop again. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. All right. Now, this is, to a great extent, a recapitulation of what we read in verses 14, 15, and 16, isn't it? Yes. He's kind of saying it in a little different words, but coming back again, why am I doing this? Who is doing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And, and he's even saying again, you know, it's not me who's doing it. Well, yeah, it is, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and we've got to own up to it. Let's look at the other side of the ledger here and see if we can maybe relate to this 
uh, from that perspective, and maybe it can help us understand what we're talking about on the sin side here, if we can see it from the righteous side. Let's turn to Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. And uh, the Apostle Paul is talking about his own life here. And how does he describe that in verse 20, Duane? Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, is Paul saying there that he no longer has control over his life, that, that he's just uh, given up and Jesus pulls all the strings and calls all the shots there and makes him do whatever Jesus wants him to do? And so he's righteous because Jesus made him be righteous. We're never puppet people. We relinquish control, whether that is to God or to Satan. And in this particular case, Jesus, I mean, Paul has submitted himself to Christ, has given control over to Christ. So he has willfully made Jesus the master of his life there. Correct. He's made that choice. But Jesus didn't come down and overwhelm him and say, now, I'm not going to let you sin anymore. I'm not going to let you do what's wrong anymore. I'm going to make you be righteous, Paul, from here on. That's right. Did not make him do that. He did not do that. Okay. Now, Paul, though, says, and notice how he puts it here, I am crucified with Christ. But then he quickly comes back and says, nevertheless, I live, but it is not me. It is Christ who lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. How would, how would you express that? It sounds like he has, he has reached a point, Dennis, where he has uh, just totally given his life over to Christ. Well, I think that's right, Gary. In the life that Paul was living at this point, he was doing so much, uh, in fact, virtually everything, if I understand this correctly, in submission to God, to God's will, to Christ, that when people looked at him, his life, his actions, his words, and I think even his thoughts, it would be as if they were looking at Christ himself, manifested through Paul. And it's not the idea that, again, Jesus just made him overcame him and just made him do what was right. Oh, this was Paul's choice. Yes. And and how do we so submit our lives to Christ? What avenue do we take there, Dwayne? Well, it begins with prayer, for sure, and a daily effort to acknowledge that uh, we have given our control, control of our lives over to Christ and to keep that commitment. But we, we have to focus on that daily. And how do we focus on that daily? I mean, how do we know what to do? We've got to go to the Word, don't we? That's right. We dwell in His Word, live there daily. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10, 17. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to get into the Word to know what the will of God is. Yes, that's right. It gives us everything we need to know in that regard. 
Uh, we can look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, and we come to that conclusion. Uh, everything we need is there. We've got, I think a lot of people, they, they want to be righteous, or at least be counted righteous, without putting forth the effort. Maybe we could say making a commitment to be righteous. They, they just want it to be kind of be counted righteous, you know. Right. Okay, well, how do we do that? Well, again, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. How do you know what God's will is unless you go to God's will to learn what that will is? <laughs> That's not double talk. In fact, Jesus teaches us that very thing, Gary, in John chapter 14 and verse 23. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Yes. And what does the next verse say? He who does not love me does not keep my words. Yes. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. The word is key, isn't it? It's absolutely key, essential. Did you have one that you want to look at there, Dennis? Well, I was thinking about uh, what we were talking about in, uh, in studying God's Word and being students of it. And uh, one of the things that came to mind is in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, where we're told, Sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Uh, you know, and that's another avenue by which we keep the devil out is sanctifying God in our lives. Uh, literally, meaning we set God apart in our lives. But again, the Word is the key there, isn't it? The Word key. is the key, certainly. Yes. Now, and and we, we can think of how Paul admonished Timothy to stay in the Word there. You know, in Second in, in Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, he said, from your youth or from your childhood, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise into salvation. And then he goes on and says, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect or complete, thoroughly furnished or completely equipped unto every good work. Yes, going now, back to the idea that the Word gives us everything we need. That's right. The Word communicates God's will. It is God's Word. It communicates God's will. If we want to know how to live by God's will, we've got to go to God's Word to find out what God's will is. And in the second chapter of Second Timothy chapter, uh, chapter 2 and verse 15, he says, uh, you know, the King James Version actually uses the word study there. Mm-hmm. Other translations say, be diligent to present yourself approved before God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so there's the word in there again. What did you start to say there, Dwayne? I was going to read the passage that you just quoted. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's oh, all right. Sorry about that. Um, we've got to understand if... If we don't want to be that person who is struggling there in Romans chapter 7 as we've been reading and looks at what he's doing as if it's not me, but he's, but I know it's me. I'm doing it. But why am I doing this? 
Why would I get into all of this? Why would I keep going back to these sinful practices when I know they hurt me, when I know they hurt others around me, when I know they are spiritually destructive for me? Why would I keep doing that? There's that struggle. Well, I'm not following the word. I'm not following God's will. I've not yet made Jesus the the Lord of my life. I've not turned to him for the strength that I'm lacking to overcome that war that the devil is raging within me and without me. And I've got to make that fundamental change. I've got to get back to what God's word teaches. And I've got to, as Paul says, I've got to start living my life by faith in the Son of God. That's right, Gary. We're not sponges in water. We don't just absorb righteousness from the air. We have to abide in God's word. We have to put our minds to it, don't we? That's right. And I think there's another key there, Gary, as well, and you've already alluded to it. Uh, there again in 2 Timothy 2.15, we're told we need to be diligent yes, to present ourselves approved to God. It's, it's not something that just happens It's not a chance thing. It has to be a diligent, concerted effort on our part. And if we're willing to do that, then the rest of that verse makes sense. We can be a worker who does not need to be ashamed. Why? Because we've been diligent to incorporate it in our lives. The Word of God. Yes. Yes. Well, guys, the time has flown by, and we need to stop at this point. We'll come back and probably complete this study next time. If you'd like to study these matters more fully, right from the Bible, in the privacy of your own home, then contact us and request that free Bible study that we talked about earlier. You can receive it simply by writing to us at Sunny Slope Church of Christ, 3606 North 108th Street, Omaha, Nebraska, 68164. Sunny Slope Church of Christ, 3606 North 108th Street, Omaha, Nebraska, 68164. You can phone us at 402-498-8397. 402-498-8397. You can email us at sunnyslope, all one word, S-U-N-N-Y-S-L-O-P-E, at Church of Christ, again, all one word, sunnyslope at churchofchrist.com. You can visit us on the web at www.churchofchrist.com, www.churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link, and you can make your request that way. And again, this study is absolutely free. We'll even pay the postage both ways. You can also receive a copy of today's lesson on CD, also for free, and again, we'll pay the postage. Now, we'd love to have you do more, though, than just listen to this program and even to receive that Bible study. We'd love to have you come and worship and study and grow spiritually with us in person at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ. We'd love to meet you and get let you get to meet us and observe a church that is simply trying to be the church of the Bible, nothing more, nothing less, a church where you can really come and learn God's Word. Bible classes begin every Sunday morning at 9.30, classes for virtually all ages, and all ages really do study the Bible, followed by worship at 10.30 each Sunday morning. 
Sunday evening worship begins at 6 o'clock each Sunday evening. And right in the middle of the week, a good time to stop and get your spiritual batteries recharged in the midst of all the busyness of what we do every week, midweek Bible classes every Wednesday evening at 7 o'clock. You're always welcome to any and all of our regular services. We hope to see you soon. Until then, read your Bible and may God guide you and bless you as you study His Word.